You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 97 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about a question I think many people ask themselves, especially as they get older and their net worth really starts to accelerate upward. And that is, should I be working with a bigger or should I be working with a mega financial advisory firm? Because it's very, very hard to turn on the TV and not see some sort of advertisement for a big financial advisory firm. And a lot of what they promise seems very, very good. And with the reputation that they're able to portray, and when you consider all the money you have on the line as your net worth continues to grow, it seems like a great relationship to start. After all, they didn't get that big by being bad at what they do, so they have to be able to provide exceptional service and exceptional planning work and produce exceptional results in order to get that big. So why wouldn't they be able to do the same thing for you? And the reality of the situation is it's not that simple and it hardly ever works out to be that way. So to start, our mega financial advisory firms or big financial advisory firms, whether you think of these firms as investment companies, insurance companies, giant banks, or whatever, are they truly better than other options out there? And I can say 100% that that is not the case at all. It doesn't mean they're bad and it doesn't mean they can't be better than other alternatives available to you. It just means that their reputation is based off of the millions of dollars of advertisement they're able to spend to build that reputation and not necessarily on the results they're able to provide for their clients. So when I think of a financial advisory firm and their services, I hope that people would look at that and go, I would expect them to be able to provide financial planning, retirement planning, investment management, tax planning, estate planning, be able to look at all that from a comprehensive standpoint, be able to guide me and help me solve problems in each of those individual domains in pursuit of something bigger and better like retirement. And the reality of the situation is big advisory firms, especially national ones, don't look at that as being their job. These giant advisory firms hire reps. So think of the big insurance company that has three or four or five representatives or the big investment advisory firm that has three or four or five or a handful or dozens of financial representatives in your area. Those people were not hired because they're great at their job or because they were great with financial services. Those people were hired to sell products. And basically, if you have um, a good network and you have good people skills, they're going to want to hire you because that gives them an opportunity to sell more of their products through that individual rep. So the probability of you getting great service in all those financial advisory domains that you hope to get is going to be very, very small because those individual reps at those giant investment companies or insurance companies aren't paid to provide that. They're paid to sell the specific products that those giant organizations have on their shelf to offer. 
and that's how they get paid. And as you know, you are how you're paid. And if you're paid to sell, that's exactly what you're going to do. And the thought of providing all those other services for free is probably not enticing to a lot of those representatives. So to me, it's it's like in the uh, in the food service business, a lot of those mega financial advisory firms or insurance companies remind me of Applebee's. You know exactly what you're going to get when you work with those. You're not going to get any more or you're not going to get any less. So if you're looking for a boutique, um, more personalized um higher class type of service and offering, chances are those mega financial advisory firms or insurance companies aren't going to provide that because that's not what they're there to do and that's not what they have done in the past to make all their money. Now, when it comes to investment management, that could be a little different because a lot of big financial advisory firms hang their hat on investment management because in my opinion, they're still living in decades ago type of service offering where investment management was something that they were probably able to provide at a premium level. Today, I think technology is even that playing field. But let's just assume that investment management is still something that a lot of these giant investment advisory firms are able to provide at a premium level. Is it something that's worth it? Because you're probably going to have to pay a lot more. And in reality, it's gotten to the point, in my opinion, that Basically, they are selling more complexity, and that complexity equals job security, and it is a way for them to be able to charge more. But in the end, it's all about results. And do these more complex and exotic investment opportunities really equal greater rate of returns and greater financial stability for clients long term? And does it really boost their bottom line better than where they can get that same service somewhere else? And history now has shown us over and over again that that hasn't been the case. More complexity and higher costs almost always equal a lower bottom line number for clients in the long run. And that has been backed up now going back a long way. And a lot of people smarter than me had proved that. So I'm just going off of their information that they provide. A real life example or a real world example that has proved this to be true, in my opinion, again, this is all my opinion, recently is... Back in 2019, Goldman Sachs, which is a huge investment bank, purchased um, a giant financial advisory firm called United Capital. And the reason for their purchase is Goldman Sachs wanted to start building out their personal financial management division. They saw a lot of opportunity for um, a lot of middle class Americans paying for financial planning services. And they saw that as a unique add-on to their already giant investment bank profit center within their business. So they bought this United Capital financial advisory firm. And at that time, United Capital had about $25 billion of assets under management. As of today, it is August of 2023. Goldman Sachs now is pursuing a sale of that same division. And the assets under management has dropped from $25 million down to 13, or $25 billion down to $13.2 billion. So my guess is a lot of these clients that were part of United Capital experienced the service level and experienced what they were going to get at a giant investment bank, which is Goldman Sachs, which has a wonderful reputation, especially in the higher net worth arena. And the, the uh, assets under management within four years has almost been cut in half. And now Goldman Sachs is looking to sell. So that to me is a telltale sign that Bigger is not always better, and investment complexity and what you're able to do from an investment standpoint 
doesn't always translate to better bottom line numbers for clients when that complexity is actually implemented from an investment management standpoint. And then finally, can these mega financial advisory firms, investment firms, insurance companies provide what clients actually want? And in my opinion, what clients have actually what clients actually want in my experience is they want a relationship business. They want a relationship with a person. They want good communication. They want to build trust with someone. They want transparency. And most of all, they want competency. They don't want a rep who's hired to sell somebody. They want a rep who can sit down, look at their entire financial situation, and help guide them through all the complexity they are experiencing at that time or anticipate to experience as their net worth continues to grow. And they want this relationship to be long-term. They want to know that they can count on their person for the next couple decades of their life, if not longer, and they don't want to fear having to be passed down to a junior advisor or an associate advisor or an advisor's advisor. You know, people experience that one too many times, and that is the last thing they want to have happen to them when the financial stakes grow as their net worth continues to accelerate toward retirement. And then finally, like I mentioned before, and it's 2023, technology is even the playing field. So in my opinion, aside from exotic investment options, small boutique advisory firms can offer just, just the same level of service and the same level of planning ability due to technology as these mega investment advisory firms can offer. And in my opinion, they could probably do it better because they are in more control, the the financial planners are, at these smaller boutique firms compared to representatives who work at these giant mega organizations. So when you ask yourself the question, should I be working with a mega financial advisory firm? Well, if you're looking for more exotic investment management opportunities, that could be a good option for you. Just know that more exotic and more complex investments don't necessarily mean a greater rate of return for clients when it comes to investment management. And then everything else is probably going to be watered down at these mega advisory firms because they can't offer due to their size what I think clients truly value, which is a one-to-one relationship, trust, competency, transparency, and great communication over a long period of time, which smaller boutique firms can usually offer far better. And because of technology today, everything else is pretty much equal in my eyes. So if you're searching for that mega financial advisory firm strictly for investment management, know what you're getting into and make sure you're monitoring everything correctly and make sure that what you're paying um, as far as fees is being returned from a value standpoint based off of that rate of return they're promising. And if mega financial advisory firms are offering you something or if their reps are offering you something that they claim you can't get anywhere else, Take that as a red flag and go out and shop that information, and I can almost bet that you will find somebody else being able to provide that same type of service at a higher level at a smaller firm. If you're interested in this topic and you have other topics you'd like me to talk about on this podcast, feel free to visit or feel free to email podcast at farmdfp.com. If you'd like to learn more about my financial planning practice and the type of work I do for my clients in my firm, feel free to visit my website at farmdfp.com. Until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. 
All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.